T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Paulie, great song. Paulie's been killing it with the tracks all night and this is a good song because this song makes me think of yankee stadium you know they play this before every game and the game being played tomorrow is not a yankee game it's the cortica jug the ithaca bombers versus the Cortland red dragons and joining me right now is a guy that you probably don't know but that's because he's still in college jeremy goldstein will be calling the game on yes network on the ithaca Bombers side with bruce beck and uh, I'm proud of this guy, and I'm glad I can bring him on WFAN tonight. Jeremy, what's up, man? Well, thanks for the kind words, Keith. It's a pleasure to join you tonight. Appreciate it. So I'll give the folks a little more background of how we even know each other. Uh, I had a podcast called Pinstripe Strong that I was on under John Boy Media, a Yankees podcast, and we were looking for some social media help, and Jeremy reached out. And was uh, like our intern and did some social media for us two seasons ago. And uh, I could just tell he was a smart kid, a hardworking kid. Uh, reminded me of myself. He's in school for communication and sports broadcasting. And uh, he's been able to call some baseball games, call some football games. And I just keep telling him every time I talk to him, whenever I get a chance, I just say, keep working, keep pushing, keep going. Opportunities are going to come. Grind. It'll happen. It'll happen. And look. Uh, tomorrow he gets the opportunity to go to Yankee Stadium and call the game on Yes Network. Man, I'm super proud of you. How excited are you for this game tomorrow? I'm I'm thrilled. I mean, going back to the beginning of the season at Ithaca, I was with my team. We did we got to do all the home football games, but never did we imagine we were going to be able to go to Yankee Stadium and do one. We were told, oh, maybe you might get to go in the stadium and go from a press perspective, but it was really a last-second arrangement to be able to go on yes and call the game for them, and it's a dream come true for me, especially as a Yankee fan, so I'm super excited. Yeah, Yankees fan and Devils fan. I don't know if you heard right. uh, my my interview um, that I just did in the 10 o'clock hour, but uh, I'm going to Devils game tomorrow. I know on your Twitter you're always tweeting about uh, the, the Devils and them winning in this winning streak they're, they're on. Um, I know we got to keep it to court, the Cortica jug, but... Tell me how you feel about the Devils right now. Oh, I, I'm feeling great. I think there's been so much hype around their young talent for so long, and it's finally coming to fruition this season. It's still early, 
but an eight-game win streak, that's their longest win streak in over a decade. So there's a lot of confidence for me around that team. Yeah, the Devils have been great. And uh, Matt Lachlan joined me, and uh, my guy Pete over at the Devils reached out. They want me to join Matt on the call tomorrow at the Devils game. So I think after the second intermission, I, I'm just excited, man. There's so much cool things, uh, so many cool things going on. And, and this Cortica Jug game is awesome. So these teams are walking in undefeated. Number 11 ranked Cortland, number 12 ranked Ithaca, both 9-0. and uh, And I know this is more than just a game. I read that they put over 46,000 people in MetLife, right? And MetLife yep. holds 80,000 plus. So why not bring it to Yankee Stadium? If you can get 46,000 people in there, it'll look full. And these are for Division Three football players who don't usually get that many people at their games. Um, it's going to be different for you for sure. Uh, what are you thinking about uh, how the the players are going to handle it, what the environment's going to look like? It's going to be a different feeling for you going into Yankee Stadium as media, as a media member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, we got, I got the pleasure of being at a press conference for both teams over on campus earlier this week. And all the players and coaches, well, the captains, and then both coaches got to speak in. They really didn't seem too amped up. They seemed humbled by the atmosphere they're going to play in. And they really want to rep their school with a lot of pride. And I think they're handling everything in the right way. So I'm expe- I have high expectations for the game. It's going to be a really good one. And I think both the coaches and the players are handling, handling everything in the exactly right way. Yeah, and the weather's going to be good. The, the rain will get out of the way uh, tonight. And then tomorrow is going to be 70 you know, yeah. clear skies. Like, you can't ask for better weather and a better game. So, for people listening, you know, give us some background on your school, on Cortland, on this rivalry, on the Cortica Jug, why this is important, why this is so big for people in New York, Division Three football, and, you know, why they even get a chance to play this game in a place like Yankee Stadium. Well, for people who are questioning how important it is, it's against Division Three football. It's the only Division Three football game you can legally gamble on. But these two teams have gone together throughout history. It will for their each for each of their programs. It's their 80th all-time meeting. It's the 63rd Cortica Jug, and these two teams play each other once a year. They used to both be in this conference called the Empire Eight, and it used to be that end-of-season matchup every season. And while they're still playing at the end of the season, Ithaca plays in the Liberty League now. But it almost the stakes are almost even higher because both teams won their conferences. Both, again, like you said, Keith, they're both 9-0. and And so this game is huge for both sides in terms of playoff position. The winner is probably going to get a much better draw in the selection show the next day. Division three football playoff, it's like almost like the NCAA tournament in basketball. It's, it's, a, it's a bracket pool. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tournament. So whoever wins this game is going to get a lot of a lot better playoff position, while the loser of this game, despite being nine and one, might not have as better of a matchup. I read an article where one of the players said uh, at MetLife. Let me see the quote. He said, "I remember I was so nervous before MetLife. It was senior kicker Nick Bahamande. He said seeing people actually in the stands for the first time was very scary, and uh, there's going to be a lot of people in Yankee Stadium." It's going to be rocking. This is known to be a drinking event. Shout out to my guy, Jay Schmeezy. If, if, if Joe is listening from East Rutherford, uh, he's an Ithaca guy. Uh, my guy, Pete Vaziri, is an Ithaca guy. 
Like, I've heard about the Cortica jug. I've been invited to the Cortica jug just for the party aspect of it. Um, I, I know it's going to be a scene tomorrow. What are you hearing from uh, friends and, and uh, your guys that you go to school with, girls you go to school with, about, like, the festivities going on around the stadium tomorrow? Like, I think there's going to be people in Billy's and Yankees Tavern. Like, it's going to be like a Yankee game. Oh, I- Absolutely. And last year, the, the game was in Portland. So people were at the game. I was covering it for radio that that year, but people were at the game. There were also people back on Ethica's campus hosting you know, events where they just have the game on TV. But campus, I, I, I'd say both campuses are going to be a ghost town because the capacity is there to hold everybody. They've been, they've been promoting this event for over a year now. And it, whether you like sports or not, it's such a must-see once a year game that everybody will make their way to, especially when it's at a venue like Yankee Stadium. So it's been the talk of the town, at least amongst the sports media department over at Ithaca for the entire fall semester. But over the last couple of weeks, that's been, it's been everywhere on campus. And so I think excitement is really high around both the Ithaca and Cortland communities. Kickoff is set for 12 noon, 12 p.m. tomorrow. You can watch on the Yes Network. We're talking to Jeremy Goldstein a young guy that goes to school at Ithaca who calls the, the football games for Ithaca, and he gets to be on this call. So how excited are you to work with Bruce Beck? He's a New York legend. He's someone I recently got to meet in Yankee Stadium in the media area, followed him, connected with him. I thought about reaching out to him, but I'm like, why not reach out to someone that I know in Jeremy and give him the opportunity? How excited are you to work with Bruce Beck? Yeah, first of all, I really appreciate you reaching out to me for sure. But with Bruce Beck, I, I'm I'm thrilled because I he's been my mentor for a long time. Going into my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college, I did both levels of the Bruce Beck Sports Broadcasting Camp, and I got to develop a relationship with him through that. I then interned for his camp over a COVID summer. I did it over Zoom, and I got to help him out with other aspiring broadcasters. So I've been in contact with him for a long time. He's somebody who's helped me out for a while. To, to be able to work at a high-profile network with him is something beyond what I could have imagined in the near future. The universe never unconnects, bro. It's 11-11 on my watch. That's great. And I, I'm just happy for you, man. I know it's it's just the beginning for you. Uh, I know you, you followed this team all season. Tell the folks who we should be looking for. Who coming out of the Bombers should we be watching for in this game? You know, Ithaca's defense is what they're most known for. Uh, secondary a little bit banged up but Michael Rumis, one of their he's a safety he can he punts the football as well he's all over the place Matt DeSimplicis the linebacker towards the top of the team in tackles he's all over the place as well but then you look at Cortland's end of things they score near 50 points a game in in, in their conference one of their running backs is sophomore Jaden Alfano St. John he is an electric factory running the football. So it's a really high-powered offense going up a really fundamentally sound defense. So that's really the matchup I'd watch. But in the end, Keith, it's really just two really good football teams playing one another on a, on a really high stage. So it's going to be a, a crazy game to watch, and I couldn't be more excited. Now, I know you don't call games for the other side in Cortland, but what are your thoughts about Cortland? I know like these are two 9-0 and teams. This is a heavyweight matchup. Um, what are you looking out for coming from the uh, Red Dragons? You know, there's there's a narrative out there that they really haven't played anybody that's really at a top level of talent. I mean, the Empire 8 is respected, but it, it, record-wise, it really isn't as great as it has been in years past. But 
Ithaca is going to be the best team they've played by a long shot, and Cortland's going to be the best team Ithaca's played by a long shot. But going back to Cortland, like you said, I think a lot of people would favor them, honestly, just because of how good that offense is. They score a lot of points. They have a sophomore quarterback in Zach Boys, who in his first year as a starter has really delivered for Coach Kirk Fitzpatrick. And I, I, I wouldn't even go as far to consider them a championship contender. They're that good. So I think Ithaca's in for a very tough challenge. Awesome, man. Now, last question for you, right? I'm I'm a Jersey guy. I grew up not knowing about this, right? In Jersey, Division Three football for kids in Jersey, like, it's Rowan, it's Fairleigh Dickinson. Um, I can't even think of some of the other Division Three schools. But, you know, what does this mean for New York kids that go to these schools, that play uh, in these schools that, you know, what does this Cortica jug mean to the uh, young kids that might be listening that go to these schools and, and this, this moment? I feel like it's a holiday. Yeah, no, it, it means a lot because like, it's speaking for myself, I know growing up when I was in high school and even middle school, I would watch college football and I really wouldn't regard Division three football. But going to a Division three school, and again, I can speak for everybody else who goes to a Division three school in New York for myself, you grow such an appreciation for that level of football. You really, again, don't pay much attention to it beforehand, but you realize how competitive it is, how much people take it seriously, and then seeing – this Ithaca Cortland Cortica Jug match, the 63rd of all time, their 80th all time meeting, getting this much attention, it means a lot because you feel like it's finally getting the recognition it deserves. Awesome. Jeremy, rest up, go to sleep, and go to Yankee Stadium tomorrow and crush it, bro. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much, Keith. I really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a young guy that you may hear about years down the line, Jeremy Goldstein. He's a student at Ithaca. He'll be on the call tomorrow with Bruce Beck. 12 o'clock on Yes Network, live from Yankee Stadium. It's the Cortica Jug. Keep McPherson on the fan. Now this last 40 minutes or so that I have is open mic time. Call up. You get on the mic. Whatever you want to talk about. Jets, Giants, Knicks, Nets, Yankees, Mets, Devils, Rangers, Islanders, whatever it is, call me up. 877-337-6666. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. any time right back at it on the fan Keith McPherson checking in this is the last I don't know 40 minutes 30 minutes I've got we're talking about the Cortica Jug Cortland versus Ithaca and coming up at 12 is C-Mac C-Mac show will go 12 to 5 and C-Mac was hanging out in there and C-Mac has actually gone to one of these Cortica Jug games before so who better to bring in to talk a little bit about it than C-Mac C-Mac welcome in what's up thank you for having me yes I've Went to one game, been to the atmosphere twice. And Partied so, at Cortland twice. A buddy of mine went to college there. So what? where were the locations? One, I think you said, was Cortland? Yes. So that's the game I went to. And then I guess they, they, they played it at Ithaca, I'm assuming. I, I honestly don't remember that. But I remember uh, going there for the party experience, which started at the crack of dawn, yeah. which is what I remember. I mean, <laughs> kegs and eggs is kind of what I remember from the whole thing. And then the walk to the stadium uh, in the the you know the crowd of people with that, it was awesome. Uh, we had a great time. Me and my one my buddy uh, Bobby went to school there. My me and my buddy Mike went two years running uh, to go visit him and hang out. And it was, I mean, they take it serious. I didn't go away to school. I, I you know uh, I know you kind of went around a little bit. I didn't go away to school. Didn't go to a big school. So for me, that's really my only experience of being at a campus with a big game that everybody's into. The entire place is freaking nuts. Yeah. Uh, everyone's drunk and walking the streets and partying. at the. I mean, How when I say the crack of dawn. So what age range? Or do you yeah. remember exactly? Um, college age, yeah, probably. Yeah, college age. Probably too young to be drinking, quite honestly. Probably like 20, <laughs> probably like 2021, right there. 19, 2021, something like that. So something else I've been saying, I just was saying this to Marco. Marco wasn't that familiar either. I'm like, if you're not from New York or... Yeah either upstate or I'm not even sure exactly what, you know, what part of New York, uh, you know, knows all about this. But, mm-hmm. like, this is a foreign thing to, like, Jersey kids or yeah. uh, Connecticut or certain certain places. Like, you don't, you just don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Division three football. Right. The Cortica Jug, it's popular. It's a holiday. Yeah. And like you said, it starts with drinking festivities oh. at the crack of dawn. So yeah. there are, I think this is like a rite of passage type of thing, right? I think yep. there are a lot of. People listening and people out there that have either gone once or alumni that that go back. And uh, there's also people listening that have no idea. Yeah, no. Um, I didn't know about it either. I mean, we we went there, like my buddy went there and he said, look, they're playing this football game that they, you know, it's the, the big rival. It's their big game. It's their Ohio State-Michigan. You should come up. 
and he's part of a fraternity and everything. So I didn't even get it. Like I got it from the inside. Like I, I was at the fraternity house. I think we went even the night before to wake up early in the morning. So I wasn't like a casual fan sitting at a coffee shop looking like, oh, look at these kids walking the street. What a great <laughs> atmosphere. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was in it uh, having a good time. And yeah, I mean, I didn't know about it either. And now it's really picked up steam, even from them. I mean, they're from then. Excuse me, they're playing. They're playing now at Yankee Stadium. Uh, played MetLife three years Met ago. Life. Like, it's really starting to pick up steam. Uh, even back then when I, I had no idea about it, I was looking forward to, like, you know, Deepy Dough, which is their thing. It's like a, a calzone type thing that's very popular up there. So, I mean, I was looking to have some Like a drinks, signature sandwich Like a have? signature thing. Like, that's their thing. Late night's Deepy Dough. You order the, the, the Deepy Dough delivery like comes. Like fat sandwich at Rutgers. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's like a, a really... Maybe like, not a, like a fast like sandwich an with French fries it's like an and Italian, mozzarella sticks. It's like an Italian chicken roll, but with like a lot of dough and so, extra sauce. It's like and that their kind of thing. delicacy. Yes, that's their big thing. That's on campus. You know, you get drunk all day, and then at the end of the night, you order in some deepy dough. So we would do. I think I'm saying it right, deepy dough. But uh, so yeah, so me, we went up there. He, it was his first experience. I think he went to Del High first. And then he transferred to Cortland. And so he was, it was his sophomore year, the first time he was doing it, invited me and my buddy down. And I'm just telling you, it was intense. Everyone's up for this game. They're both 9 and 0 now. It's, this has got to be the peak of it. I mean, yeah. they, this, is, this is probably the peak. At Yankee Stadium, both teams undefeated. I mean, that's got to be crazy. Yeah. I, I'm wondering, like, I, if you were one of the students, though, it's almost, it's a shame that now you have to go to Yankee Stadium as opposed to just walking down the street. Like that's the only yeah, thing, but I like, feel like that adds to it. It probably does. Like the pageantry of Yankee Stadium, oh. having a Division three football game there, it makes you feel like like you know Yankee Stadium has hosted the Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah, they've had um, sure like Princeton versus Dartmouth. Yeah, I, Notre Dame played in one of the games. Notre Dame, Stadium. Virginia yeah. Tech. They've had big schools there. So for me, I just love that it's Division three mm-hmm. getting on the main stage. Right. So Not- these these kids are going to be blacked out in Yankee Stadium at twelve o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, everyone be safe. But yes, that that was my experience of it. I mean, it was it was a party. We were in the basement of some sorority house at. I mean, it was if it had to be five fifteen in the morning. I got there <laughs> like that. I'm not even kidding. And it was literally kegs and eggs. It was literally beer and breakfast, like a big buffet of breakfast. I, everyone was there to party. The streets were just packed with people the entire day. It was a scene, man. And it, they got into it hardcore. Uh, and then so I had to go back the next year. The next year the game was at Ithaca, so it wasn't the same walk in the streets experience, and we didn't go get tickets. But, yeah, man, I'm telling you, they, this is for a, a, a set of people, and especially, I mean, and you know how it is with colleges, so I'm sure this is not unique or whatever, but the amount of alumni, the amount of older people there to see the games. I mean, I know I also had a, a friend of mine's older brother went there, and he lives in Carolina now, and he tries to make it down for this game when he can. Like, people love this. And, it's a uh, homecoming yeah. slash uh, reunion. Yeah, yeah, it's everything rolled into one. Bowl game. I- I'm into it, and I didn't yeah. know really much about it until, like, two or three years ago. I'm not going to it tomorrow, but I'm I'm yeah. pumped for people that have made a decision to go. Right now, I'm looking to see how far the drive is. So it's from prob- I think it from Long Island at the time I was living in Long Island where I grew up. It, I think it was just around four hours. So you know maybe maybe the Bronx cuts an, an hour out of that forty five minutes. It's probably just around three hours would be my guess. Yep. So from SUNY Cortland, it's a three hour and thirty minute drive right, right. now. And from Ithaca, 
It is a three hour and 45 minute drive right, right now. So, yeah, you know, you're not on campus, but it's the weekend. Uh, some of these kids might actually live in New York, sure. not upstate, but like, you know, somewhere. I don't know. People are from all over. So it might be actually closer for some of these kids. I'm I'm excited for the the young people that get to do this. I think it's just like for Division three football. Like I'm trying to imagine what the equivalent of it would be for New Jersey, uh, and I can't. I really can't. Like Rowan, I mentioned Rowan and Fairleigh Dickinson. I know there's some other Division three schools, but it's like I don't know. There isn't a rivalry like that, right? And there isn't a location for a rivalry like that. So I mean, congrats to these kids. Ladies and gentlemen, that's C-Mac. Yes. Stay tuned. Half an hour from now, McMonagall and you coming up on the fan. He's got you from 12 to 5. If you don't get on with me, 877-337-6666. Make sure you call Chris up. Now, we've got some people on the phones. Thank you, Keith. No problem. Thanks for coming in. Let's go to Noah in Totowa, New Jersey, on the fan. What's up, Noah? Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? Awesome. Good. Thank you. I'm a big Devils fan. And uh, it's funny, like, a while back when you, you know, you put out that video of you went to a Devils game and, uh, you know, on the Talking Nets YouTube and, uh, you know, they gave you the whole tour and package and everything, the jersey and all that. I watched the video and at the time I had no idea who you were. And then uh, this past summer I was listening to the fan and you were talking about the Mets a lot and stuff like that. And I'm, you know, a Mets fan too. And then I finally put two and two together. That's the guy in the video, so it's pretty funny. But um, you're like, I hate this I, guy. This guy. Yeah, this Chris, guy said the know, Mets games in the Subway Series that they won didn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this, you're saying that was me? No, I'm saying that. That's what. That's what uh, the Mets fan narrative around oh, me was. Uh, that was a great night. Salicata <laughs> coming in. Um, is that Salicata's music? So I was like, Keith, what are you talking about? I'm like, hey, it didn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, it didn't matter. But no, yeah. yeah, let's go. But Devils. anyway, yeah, I just want to talk a little Devils hockey. I don't know if uh, you've been following, but you know, obviously, an eight game win streak now, and uh, I want to know if you think that they, uh, if they can continue this, uh, I guess, habit of winning, or if you think it's going to kind of fall off. Like, yeah, I don't years. think it's a fluke. That's the thing. And like, I've been watching now and paying attention now, and I'm not that well versed in hockey. I'm just going off of like who skates fast the intensity and the biggest thing for me with the devils it's it's there's this like grittiness and this like fight they're winning games by one goal they're never out of a game uh that oilers game was the one that did it for me because i actually sat and watched that game and i knew that the oilers were a good team and even against the avalanche right i knew that th these are two top teams that are already established and here comes the young devils team early on in the season uh, beating the Avalanche, the Stanley Cup champions, won nothing. And I think in that game they had a goal wiped away. It didn't matter. They came right back and scored again to beat them. And then in that Oilers game, they had two goals in seven seconds, the goal to tie it and the goal to win it. Yep. And, like, that just got me out of my seat. Like, I was just so fired up to see that. Like, I don't know how you could watch that, whoever you are, and not be pumped up. So I don't think it's going to fall out. I think these guys are young, they're hungry, they're motivated. And I think uh, with Lindy Ruff and – you know, Marty Brodeur and some of the direction that they have, they're not going to let this thing fall out. I think the Devils are ahead of schedule, and uh, I'm glad I got on the bandwagon last year when they weren't that good, so no one can say this year, oh, you're just jumping on because they're in first place and they have an eight-game winning streak. No, man, yeah, you're right. Don't worry. I got your back. I, I saw the video nine months ago, and if uh, 
if you had fun at that game, then you got to come out to the arena this year because I, I was there last night for the overtime winner, and it's something special. I mean, the, every, every save that Akira Schmid made in overtime – you would have thought the devil scored the overtime winner because the crowd was just like it was. It, it was, was live last year. They scored seven goals the game that I went to, and it was turned oh. up. Then that was in February. I'm going tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm probably. I'm oh, trying I'll to go early. Too, I'm man. going tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah, we get the free art military hats. Yeah, I'll be there too. Well, thanks so much for taking my call. Thanks for calling in, Noah. The Devils fans on the fan. They do exist. They are out there. People do care about hockey, specifically the Devils. You just gotta gotta stir the pot a little bit, you know. You just gotta put some things out there, cook something up, and see what happens. And that's all I'm doing, you know. I'm not pretending like I know hockey. I'm not pretending like I'm I'm being completely transparent and honest, right? When I came in, you guys could tell that I can talk football, basketball, baseball, and you know my allegiance is there. But uh, I wasn't going to come in. And, I, you know, the advice of some people is, ah, don't worry about hockey. Nobody cares about hockey. You don't got to focus on hockey. Why do that? I want hockey fans to be able to listen at night when I'm on. I want hockey fans to feel like they're a part of the show and can call in. So I took it upon myself to join uh, a team. Well, not join a team. Pick a fan base. Uh, become a fan. Join in on the fans that watch hockey. I don't know how to put, a, put it in words. I'm just in, right? I just now I'm in. I'm a Devils fan. I'm watching the games. I'm learning more. And then in, you know, a year or two, you could hear me on the fan. You're like, this guy didn't even watch hockey. Now he's complaining about the Devils. Hopefully I'm not complaining. Hopefully I'm building the Devils up and uh, the Devils are back in, into, you know, the, the playoffs and winning. And I don't know what's going to come, but it's fun. It's exciting. And, uh, you know, a main, the main thing for me, and, and Paulie and I have talked about this. When you pick a team young, you become a fan and you're just watching on TV and you're asking your parents to buy merch and you're like dreaming of growing up and being in it. Like I'm walking into the Devils fandom and they've got a leg up on all the other teams because I'm walking in as a WFAN host and they're hooking it up. So they've already got my allegiance. I've already said I need a break from the Yankees and the Nets. I can't wait to start going to more games. Second game coming up tomorrow. Devils fans, I'll see you there. I don't bite. Say what's up. And, uh, you know, I'll help lead the way here at WFAN. There's no other Devils fans on air, right? I don't think there's anybody else here that's a Devils fan. Mostly Rangers, Islanders, or nothing. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Boomer, obviously huge Ranger fan, has Rangers season tickets. Right. Oh, Jerry Recco. Recco. Yeah, Jerry gets into the Devils. Devils fan. Jerry gets into the Devils. Again, like like we've spoken about, hockey is such a niche sport that, like, there's not a ton of fans, but the fans of hockey that are around and willing to engage and call in, they go hard. we're nuts. We're absolute nuts. I, I mean, listen, I was uh, I was watching, you know, Tampa. I was watching, excuse me, what was the game? The D.C. Lightning game, the Capitals Lightning game I was watching tonight. The wild and the cracking are on right now that I'm watching. I'm a nutcase. I, I, I love hockey. It's the best. But see, that's the thing, right? And I talk a lot about fandom and how we get into sports and how we get into fandom young. And, uh, you know, you, you, you can't help what you love. And you can't help that other people don't love it. Multiple times growing up, people told me, oh, you like baseball? Baseball's slow. Baseball's boring. I'm a black guy. People say baseball's for white boys. I didn't care about any of that. I like watching the game. They say the same thing about hockey. I don't care about that. 
So far, I've had a lot of fun watching the Devils. And as I learn more, I'm sure it's going to be more exciting. Yeah, no, 100%. And and I, listen, the the ho- hockey has a long way, has still has a really long way to go, like a lot of things do in regards to inclusivity and all of those things. But they're certainly working on it. They're working on it. There are players in the league now more than ever before that aren't white. I, I saw which a news is, story about... The, the percentage of black players in the NHL and, like, you know, even in, 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 in coaching and front office positions, um, but they're they're working to change that. And, yeah, and, so, the, so the GM of the San Jose Sharks yeah. is uh, Mike Greer. And if that name rings a bell, he's the brother of Chris Greer, who is the Dolphins GM. Oh. So that's – so and obviously African-American. So he's the first African-American GM in the history of the NHL. Um, I believe is the 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 Seattle Kraken radio play by play guy is Everett Fitzsimmons, I believe his name is, and he was the first African American lead play by play guy in the NHL as well. Everett Fitzsimmons. So these are uh, so that's where it starts, and then there's I believe one or two coaches in the uh, AHL, which is the American Hockey League, and a few CHL teams that have African American head coaches as well. So again, this this doesn't happen overnight, but. It's going in that direction where, you know, seeing a P.K. Subban or a Keandre Miller, except uh, those ty- or Max Domi, those the Rangers, Rangers, um, Ryan Reeves. Yes. Couldn't think of his name. Ryan Reeves, Keandre Miller, both on the Rangers. P.K. Subban obviously was on Matthew yep. Joseph. He's a play. He's another African-American player. They're, they're around. And obviously, just not as Evander prevalent. Kane, Evander Kane, who had a scary injury. I don't know if you saw about this. And now I'm going to get on Evander Kane for two seconds. He was he was playing the Oilers were playing the Lightning. I believe it was a Wednesday night, uh, Tuesday night, and he crashed into the boards, fell on the ice. His oh man, he's out for his, three to four. His months. glove fell off, and Pat Don't Maroon leave. skated over his wrist. Oh, and when that happens, <laughs> so he's. I saw the presser today that he had blood sh- literally everywhere on the ice. Because he it, and he said today that literally it almost like cut an artery. They had to repl- They had to move part of his vein from another part of his arm to reattach to the vein that was sliced open. Literally, nice. it was sliced to the bone, and he's out four months. I always say football is a rough game. No, if and hockey that, is not rough, it is brutal. Right, and if you see it and how scary he look, and how just scary that scene is. When there's a pool of blood on the ice, and he's literally no, I'm watching it. He's literally they like got him out of there, running to the bench, saying, screaming help, because he knew he knew what was going on. That's like life and death. Oh, e- easily, e- easily. And he said it today. He's like, listen, I for what could have happened, I'm incredibly lucky. I'm unlucky that a guy happened to be right there, right when my glove was a little bit off my wrist. So that's unlucky. But I'm incredibly lucky that that happened, and I'm standing here right now, and I'm back with my team. Something I said last year when the Devils blessed me with the owner's box, and I was right up on the glass, literally right on the ice. I'm like, these guys, there's there's no trainers. These guys just, like, eat every hit, check, every play, boom, against the wall, like, these guys, and they don't need medical attention? Like, there is no timeout for them. They just climb over the wall. They throw they a leg do. over the wall, and they get out of there. It's, and it's the like, culture in hockey. 
Last night, some uh, defenseman on the Columbus Blue Jackets broke his ankle and played four more shifts with a broken ankle. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. With a broken ankle. He, play, he played four more shifts after he broke his ankle. They're nuts. These guys dive in front of slap shots that are going 100-plus miles an hour. They're out, of, they're out of their minds. But it's all, you know, it's, it's for the it's for Lord Stanley's Cup. It's for, it's for the best trophy it's in the all culture, of professional it's sports. It's how they came up playing. They yeah. know. They, 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 that's they enter they at their own risk. They step they, on that ice knowing that it is they want a it, war. They want one chance to lift that cup, which is the coolest, obviously, you know, trophy in all sports is the Stanley Cup. And you take it everywhere, and every player gets to spend two or three days with it in their hometown. They do whatever they want to do. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yes. That's forever. I thought the Rangers were going to get it last year. You know who could never play hockey? Jacob DeGrom. Let's go to Pete in Belmar and talk about Jacob on the fan. What's up, Pete? Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call, bud. No problem. I was, uh, so I'm driving, I've been taking family back and forth to the airport all day, so I've been listening to the fan and, um, you know, diehard Mets fan, and I, I just, the Mets fan base, I mean, we're, we're definitely a different breed where we have a lot of loyal fans, but we have a lot of irrational fans, and we went from having the Wilpons as the owner where all we did was complain about we didn't spend money, we didn't do stuff. And the day has come where you actually have people talking about maybe DeGrom isn't worth the investment. We got the richest baseball owner in in history right now. And I just say throw the bag at DeGrom. I would hate to see him go to another franchise and start winning games. I mean, it used to make me sick watch him go out and throw – five, six, seven scoreless innings and get a no decision. The Mets lose one nothing. I mean, his stats will forever be tainted in the run, the lack of run support he got throughout the majority of his career. Um, kind of like a day, I was a big David Wright fan, and I, I was always hoping that, you know, he would get, have a little bit longer career than he did and be able to see him play in the World Series. But, I mean, we're kind of on the verge now. It's going to be interesting to see how much money they spend on pitching because if we lose the Grom, I don't know who they're bringing in. And um, with Walker and Bassett, it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, rotation forms out. It's not like there's a ton of options out there to uh, get us that much better than we were this year. I think we we got to lock these guys down. I love the Diaz signing. Um, part of it, I love how creative it was with the contract. Um, so I'm confident they're going to be able to get something done with the Grom. I mean, I'm going to be furious if, you know, he goes to uh, another team and starts winning games. I mean, because that would be a little bit of the old Met uh, regime. But uh, like I said, we, we had a great season. You know, me and my brother, my dad, we had a great time, went to a bunch of games this year. We got to see DeGrom pitch against the Dodgers. Brandon Nimmo made that great catch. Um, great game. I mean, that's the kind of atmosphere we've been dying and praying for for years, and now it's here. And to hear some of these fans, I mean, talk like it's just not good enough. I mean, we haven't been here enough to have that kind of mentality. And um, like I said, I, I hope they take care of DeGrom. He deserves it. Give him the bag. I mean, we're not paying for it. Steve Cohen's got the money. Let's dish it out. I think we need another big batter, too. I mean, the guy's Look at what the Phillies did when it came playoff time. Those bats got hot, and it, it got them through the playoffs. It's kind of like, you know, our last uh, run at the World Series. The bats got hot at the right time. Um, this year, 
things didn't work out, but we're on the right track, and I I would can't express enough how much I would be devastated to see DeGrom in another uniform and start winning games. Um, I want to see him get a ring. Uh, I want to see them all get a ring, but I would love to see DeGrom pitching for the Mets in the World Series, and, you know, we're knocking at the door. We're not there yet, but we're getting close, and I wanted to uh, – see what your thoughts are who you think they're going to try and bring in uh to this uh, rotation going into the season thanks for the call pete i mean my thoughts we don't have time for because we have to break but i'll say this uh they're definitely mets fans that look at jacob Degrom like he's our guy right so you're willing to spend the money on him to outbid other people just to not see him in another jersey and if it's dead money if he doesn't end up delivering if he doesn't end up pitching uh, you know, the whole season and he's hurt. It's like, whatever. He's our guy. He's earned it. And, you know, he had a contract for a little bit less. He he deserves this next big deal. I don't know. Uh, Keith McPherson on the fan. This is the last break I have. We've got maybe 10 minutes of the show when I come back and I'll be back after this. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Hey, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, let's go back from break. I'm about to skate, it's getting late. I don't care if they hate, I know I'm great. I hope you enjoyed this show. Well, take a couple calls before I go. It's Freestyle Friday, I had the flow. It's Keith McPherson, don't you know? <laughs> Paulie's like waiting, like, you got more? You got more? <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan. Uh, another five-hour KM to AM. This is the last, like, two minutes I've got. Let's go to Jamie in Middle Village on the fan. Hey, Keith. Uh, what is it? Good evening or good morning? Close to the uh, morning. Hope all's well. Yeah, yeah. First time caller to you. Been listening to you ever since you started. Thank you. I know you. Yeah, it's no problem. Uh, my brother's called you. He's gotten some arguments with him before. Uh, we won't get into that, though. Uh, I know you're a big Nets fan. Um, I know it's a hard pill to swallow. You probably understand it, though. I think you guys got to blow up the team. Uh, I, whatever, whatever you guys got right now, it's not hitting. You guys got some good pieces on that team where you'll get good returns. It's just a mess. I would keep Sean Marks. I don't think he's a bad GM. I just think that you're going to have to start rebuilding that team. And like I said, you got good pieces. You could get some stuff back for it. You guys got to go back to the nets of uh, a couple years ago where you're building with young people and, you know, having. We already traded those guys away. Thanks for the call, Jamie. Uh, Kevin Durant is under contract for another three more seasons in Brooklyn. If he stays, they're not rebuilding. If they trade him, then they're rebuilding. Last call of the night. John is in Hudson Valley on the fan. John, you got it. Keith, I want to say that you're a very refreshing voice on the fan, and your perspectives are very, very appreciated. And I'm a big Devils fan, going back to the days of Martin Brodeur and uh, that whole team there that was very exciting to watch. Awesome. What else you got? And I just want to thank my fellow Vietnam veterans and thank you, for appreciating what we did to defend this country. Great last call of the night. Thank you, and happy Veterans Day to you. This is the last, I don't know, five minutes of Veterans Day. Thank you for calling my show. Thank you for your service, and uh, let's go Devils. I can't wait to go to the game tomorrow night. Absolutely. God bless you. 
Thanks, John. That's it, folks. At Keith McPherson, wherever you follow people. If you don't follow people, don't worry about it. You follow WFAN, you listen to WFAN. I'll be back Monday. Chris McMonagle is next. Stay tuned. We were just talking about Jose Trevino won the Platinum Glove. This guy racked up all the possible awards you could get for a Yankees catcher. Remember, Cashman traded for him in spring training. Tip your cap to Cashman. Keep McPherson on the fan, a five-hour KM to AM. That's all I've got. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys at The Rock tomorrow and then next week on The Fan. I'm out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.